Hello, mech fans. This is Duncan Fisher. Hold on firmly to your mana potions, fireballs, and familiars, because you are tuning in to your regularly scheduled episode of the First Circuit Podcast. Hello and uh, welcome everyone to another weird side episode of the First Circuit Podcast, episode 143. It's just me, one of your regular hosts, Binter, and we also have an old Bob here. Oh, Bob. Hey, I'm here. Hello. I'm we here. have, um, so the first things first, at least is to touch on, is um, the April changes are coming on the 20th. Um, I think there was plans to do a PTS, but in the end, PGI found they just couldn't uh, spare the resources to do it. And so I think they've reached out to the community group, The Cauldron, and they quite quickly, according to you know what could actually be quickly modded into the game using XML files, uh, put in as many of the changes that they sort of had envisioned as humanly possible for weapon balance, yeah. <laughs> at least reasonably possible in the time. And yeah, this um, this came together very quickly. At least um, I'm yeah, it's a huge long post on the uh, website. And we have to find some way to quickly go through it. So I, at least I have put together a spreadsheet thingy, which I'll be using to try and keep track of all the changes throughout the months. And I've done one for all the April changes, which I think Bob at least has put up on screen for us yeah. right now, which is yep. nice. All right. So without much further ado, let's get cracking with, I think, what would actually be normally at the bottom of the list, which would just be equipment changes. Um, OK, yeah. AMS. Yeah. Um, they have greatly increased the um, amount of ammo regular AMS has, like an extra 60% ammo or so. Oh, really? And okay. That, that's actually better because I use a lot, of, a lot of that. So, yeah. Yeah, it also mean it would mean like if you have half a ton, it's almost as good as a, a whole ton right now, or at least it feels like that. So, particularly on IS, it feels a lot easier sort of perhaps slotting that in. And for clan, you're only really worrying about slots anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've also re removed the AMS ammo explosion entirely. Oh, I didn't know that actually. That's uh, that was part of the uh, the cauldron. That was the full yeah. thing about. Yeah, that, okay. that that's the intention. So that um, instead of like, if you have a whole ton of unused ammo, it right now explodes for fifty-two damage. Which, um, depending on like um, for clan, you might lose a component, but for IS, that can really screw over your day. Fifty damage. That's mm -hmm pretty bad and so ams is uh, like it it doesn't feel worth using case for ams but anyway the point is regular ams has way more endurance and if you take ammo you don't have to worry about it blowing up at all so there's a huge usability benefit do you know why they uh, did that though you know why like it was think to just make it more easy to use ams I think, uh, <laughs> there's a lot to read through and i read through it a few weeks ago mm -hmm. but you okay. know the obvious intention is just you know to make it easier to uh, justify taking AMS on your mechs. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. The same, but by the way, goes for laser AMS. Um, when it's firing, it puts in like 2.65 heat per second, and that's been reduced to one. So a huge reduction in your heat from laser AMS, making it actually an interesting choice. I mean, ammo is now not so much a problem with regular AMS, but infinite ammo laser AMS, it's the same as like firing a flamer rather yeah. than firing like three flavors yeah i think uh, with my uh, anti-missile build with my um um Uma, 
if that's what it's called. I, I think that's a clan name for it. The like uh, mm -hmm. the Puma, I guess. Um, use one laser anti missile system and two and two normal like AMS. So this is this is gonna increase it infold, man. This is gonna be great. I can't wait so for like, this. Um, Kitfox uh, or no the uh, there's the Nova the Blackhawk. Yeah, Blackhawk uh, and the Nova. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, Blackhawk yeah. Nova. So yeah. Yeah, because right now, about? at least if you have like, you know, the like the Piranha with like four laser AMS, sometimes yeah. it's all all just heat sinks and like one one small laser because you have <laughs> so much heat, so much heat generation that the initial implementation meant that laser AMS kind of killed you. And it was not really, it was often, it was not really of worth, worth taking. So yeah. again, yeah. just greater usability for AMSs. Um, these are great to justify AMS, but this feeds into the you know missile balance changes and missile balance in general, which is just the question of um, how AMS works in the game. To cut it all down very briefly, at least, I really don't like, of course, um, if you're if you're taking a missile boat, particularly a smaller one like a light or a medium, you know when you enter a match, it's a roll of the dice depending on how many missiles are on your team and how much AMS is on the enemy team. Yeah. yeah. And as we make AMS more and more uh, viable. And much more easier to take, then you're just going to see more AMS on the field, and your missiles are getting shot down more and more often. Well, so, I'm sure they'll probably um, if they see that happening, though, I'm pretty sure they'll kind of tweak it just a little bit for that. Uh, the tricky thing is just simply um, AMS is um, the way it's put in game. It's always just shoot down X number of missiles. Shooting down, you know, five missiles or whatever is not a problem if you're shooting down an assault mech, a, a volley of missiles. Mm -hmm. But if you're shooting down five missiles of a light mech, that's half their alpha strike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can help smaller missile launchers, but the tricky thing is smaller mechs don't always have lots of missile hard points. Yeah. So they can't boat a crazy amount like um think of the Raven 3L or something, it has only two missile hard points. It's a light mech. It's you don't really want to take two SRM-2s or two LRM-5s on that thing. It's just not worth your time. If you're going to boat missiles or yeah, two MRM-10s, if you're going to boat missiles, you boat, you boat a half-decent amount of them. So uh, in the long run, at least, hopefully we can code uh, some fixed AMS to make it sort of feel fair and reduce the inconsistency issues with missiles. Because with both this patch and PGI's patches, we're always sort of, oh, oh, we'll help missiles. Oh, oh, we'll help AMS. Oh, oh, we'll help missiles. Uh, mm -hmm. But some missile weapons get left behind, and um, as you make AMS more and more uh, prevalent and useful and easy to equip, um, light mechs, smaller mechs, are falling behind further and further and further because of how AMS is implemented right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, next usability thing, and this is a big one for IS um, builds, is just case now weighs zero tons. Interesting. Okay. And it can be placed in the arms and legs. I, I love this change. It's very good. Now, um, um, I yeah. forgot if that's actually part of lore, um, that they can do that. Like, is that later on in, this, in the uh, timeline? Or is that just a... Because um, I know Clan's going to have it, like, like, in there want to. But I don't know when the IS actually got their case uh, put, put in there, basically. I'm not really sure. Case was invented by, you know, at least case as a half-ton component yeah. um, is certainly low. I know about that. Whether you put it in the arms or legs, I am not sure in terms yeah. of tabletop rules or anything like that. Um, it was, it is, at least for IS, it's supposed to be half a ton because you're, you're sort of, it's a conversion to battle mechs. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're taking a car and you're 
um, actually putting in some extra stuff which takes up space and tonnage. Um, <clears throat> with clan mechs, um, I know at least, uh, most particularly at least omni mechs, the point is that they're separate little bits that, you know, the arm is its own self complaint its own yeah. omnipod. Yeah. And so that has case, but um, all the other bits, um, even clan battle mechs, I think, have every component is case protected for yeah, free. They do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do. So IS is always lagged behind in regards to uh, vulnerability in regards to like ammo explosions. And so weighing zero tons means all you are spending is slots, which is brilliant. Um, it will, uh, case was a rare niche case that sometimes you felt like you were worth taking the tonnage, but now it weighs nothing. All it takes is slots. I don't think case actually helps with crit padding or anything like that. It, slots are still a valuable resource. But there were always issues like with the Atlas, for example, that um, you would have two energy in the CT, have an LB20 or heavy gorse in the side torso, and a huge amount of MRMs in the other side torso. Yeah. So where do you store your ammo? Well, there's space in the legs, there's space in the head, that's five tons of ammo. And uh, we're running out maybe in the side torsos, but those will those have a chance of blowing up, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'll put, the, put them in the arms, but sometimes the arm gets blown off or the side torso gets blown off and you roll an ammo explosion in the arm and it, it just kills your whole mech. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you have slots to spare, uh, you can now, like, chuck your ammo in the arm and put case on it and save your mech from random ammo explosions. So uh, random ammo explosions are always just sort of, it's it's just a weird RNG mechanic that IS has to sort of live with, but now it's so much easier to build around it. And I am a big fan of this change. You're not old case only protected your CT. You still lost a side torso, and that that sucked. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm it, a fan of meant... this. Is actually cool. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You know, like it only being a slot. That's that's way more tougher than than actually tonnage. Why? <laughs> it's because you, because they're like you know you have the, like your armor you know and that takes 14 like depending on like what type it is. You know, like either half a ton or, or or like half or like you know full basically 14 slots and so slots is is one of the main things about building your mechs is do you have enough uh, uh room to put this in there and so this is actually yeah. make people think and no and no tonnage that's that's cool i, I definitely do like this good, that's good um, change. Uh, case in the leg is interesting because you only have one ton yeah. but at least it won't kill your whole mech when they shoot your legs off so you can put ammo in the legs of your light mechs if they have enough slots and they won't in the whole mech won't explode when your legs blown off yeah yeah true um, true which which is nice in a way because that way you don't have to put the ammo next to the xl engine but then again you know you still will probably want more than just two tons of ammo anyway that's a great usability change right next um half the mask fill rate and increase the threshold to 85 percent so a key thing, actually, I forgot to mention is that, what is it, last month's patch, March patch, they're completely, it's clicking the undo button and they're putting these changes on top. So um, we're not going to have the reduced agility. Mask is just a magic, more agility button. All mechs will turn faster, start and stop faster, all the usual jazz before, but now it takes twice as long for the bar to fill. Okay, okay. So, now, and they didn't change the timer or anything um, as far as how long you can use it. They just changed uh, how, how long it like regenerates, right? So it right. says the interpretation I have is they're talking about fill rate, but not empty rate. So okay. Okay. very, very simple numbers that say before it took 10 seconds to fit, reach max and it took 10 seconds to empty. Well, now it'll take 20 seconds to reach max 
and well now it'll take 20 seconds uh, uh to empty i think oh it's the same right yeah they double uh, it then right yeah because it's the same empty so it should still be 10 to empty yeah that's it yeah yeah so it's the same empty right 20 20 to fill and then 10 to empty so you um you have a lot more sprint time and there's a lot less gaps in between uh there's also the threshold that they talk about which is it isn't actually 10 seconds it's 10 to get to 100 percent, but you can you start taking damage above 75. okay well now okay. you start taking damage above 85 percent. so instead of 7.5 seconds it's now 16 almost uh, 17 seconds fill time so mm -hmm. to speak using the simplified numbers i do have uh equipment overview so let me just check the yeah the old fill time was 8.3 seconds and now it's 19 seconds mm -hmm. okay so more than double beautiful 230 percent more time to hold down the magic get agility button <laughs> okay the only exception to this by the way is fleas uh mask one on fleas in uh the only mech that uses it um they still only fill out the bar in nine seconds or 10 seconds a bit now so fleas don't have have as much bar to use with but they are one of the stronger mask mechs in the game right now so them being emitted does actually make some some good sense well i know like in uh, uh with like quirks and stuff like that certain mechs were used um specifically with mask i, I wonder if they're going to change it so certain mechs will have more time with mask or something like that i i'm not sure if they would do that though yeah it all depends on um if, if they could have a quirk for that uh, yeah, as far as yeah. i'm aware it's just mask is a a piece of equipment <clears throat> in the game it's like um having a mech that allows ecm that you can there's usually not quirks associated with ecm at least that are innate to mechs yeah, so yeah. even then Oh, but the thing is, um, what I've have heard is at least they can use basically anything in the skill tree could be implemented rather easily as uh, a quirk. Okay. And so okay. ECM nodes could be innate and save you a whole bunch of skill points <laughs> when you equip an ECM mech. But mask, there's no quirks with mask. Okay. So okay. yeah. Anyway, um, cracking on. We have plenty to touch on. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the biggest change of the entire patch and kind of why I wanted to talk about equipment changes first. The most popular weapon in the game, of course, being artillery strikes. Fireballs. That, uh, yeah, magic fireballs that do huge amounts of RNG damage to blobs of enemy mechs and you have very little chance to dodge out of the way. And in particular, if you're a smaller mech, like a light mech, it can kill you in one hit, one or two hits. Mm -hmm. And even assault mechs are taking 30% damage right now, which is ridiculous. The change they're doing is they're saying, okay, every shell doesn't do 15 damage, it does five damage. So 33% damage. So it's not nuking people anymore. Wow. The duration and obviously the number of shells over that duration, you know, it has doubled, so to speak. So um, the, the strike takes twice as long to play out and therefore more missiles are thrown. These missiles are weaker and overall the RT strike is doing less damage. But yeah, this is a great change. It, it reduces the nukiness of arty strikes, but it means they stay on the field instead of like, um, yeah, for like, a, like I think like four seconds, and you know, basically you got a couple bombs, but now it's going to be like four to, you know, it's going to be eight yeah. to ten seconds. But the bomb, see, like uh, with with people that know about that, they say, okay, well, like whatever, it's only five points damage. I, I'm going to stay in this now, um, but uh, it's going to be longer. It's going to be almost the same stuff, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it now. It, it's yeah, cool. It, I actually like this. I, I do like this. This is a, a good change. 
very good change. This is the um, best change of the whole thing because it's um, yeah, th this was one <clears> of the worst parts of the game, and it particularly undervalued the and all the rest of the weapon balance because you know just RT strike provides such amazing uh, damage, risk reward, yeah. and damage, and all that. Uh, it it uh, waters down the entire game. Now though, you can place an RT strike, and for like six or so seconds, it will. Um, deny an area to the enemy, and if they stay there, they will take a few hits. But at least now, assault mechs actually can get out of the area in six seconds. Yeah, yeah, true. It means true. light mechs can, can get out of the area. They they have you have time to respond. So this is by far the best change in the entire patch. I'm the biggest fan of this. <laughs> this is good, actually. Yeah, yeah, true. I it, mean, it it does kind of screw up my 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 uh, my uh, pirate's bane. Because the main thing is like <laughs> I run around in the background and start dropping some arty strikes and you know that kind of thing. Yeah. But you, you can't cheese yeah. the game. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I can't cheese the game anymore. But oh well. <laughs> yeah, and and the thing is, you have to use the strikes more tactically. If yeah. you place them at a choke point, the enemy can't go through the choke point for you know like six six seconds or so because they don't want to take the free damage. Even if it's lighter damage, it's still damage and yeah. it's still splatting you. Um, yeah. So you're you have to be much more careful with your strikes. I think I I don't know how the mechanics exactly work, but if it if strikes take longer to pan, uh, to pan out, that might mean strikes in general like you know it, there's a universal cooldown. So it might mean it's harder for everybody to get all their strikes out. Yeah, you know, they have to go do them in. Yeah. yeah, I would hope that is somewhat of a knock-on effect because you know you you sometimes have at least um because each strike is only like three seconds, you have this thing where it's just like strike, 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 strike from you know, all the other, the enemy team. Yeah. Uh, in 30 seconds, there's 10 strikes thrown in your location, and it's just a nightmare trying to move out of the way because they land and instantly do that damage. If over 30 seconds you only get hit by five strikes instead of 10, and the damage of the shells is less, you, you're still they're still getting some free damage on you, but it's a lot lighter, and you're able to get out of the way. It forces you to move rather than just forcing you to die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so beautiful change. They've also addressed airstrikes. Um, instead of doing 15 damage, they do 10. So they, they still hit fairly hard, but not as much. Um, but they've increased the number of bombs, so it actually it forms a longer line than it did before. Well, I know there's a um, way before when they changed it, there was a longer line, and people didn't like that. But I guess if you could change the damage-wise, yep. it's going to be a little bit different. Because um, way back when, there was, it was a line halfway across the map. It was huge. It, it used to be a 15 damage line that yeah, yeah would go so far that you just put it on the other side of the rock that the people were using, and it would just straight and you couldn't see that it was coming and it would just do a crazy amount of damage. Yeah, it would still hit like pretty hard, but yeah, um, air strikes at least are nicer in the sense that they're more consistent. But I'm still not a fan in the sense that RT and air strikes undermine the value of cover. Um, in the long run, though, at least, particularly with RT, if you RT strike the cover, the opponent has a chance to get away. So you, you've denied them their cover, but you, have, you haven't just killed them for using cover. Yeah, like, yeah. It used to be you were stupid for using cover in this game. Why aren't you joining the NASCAR? Join the... <laughs> if you're trying to use cover to defend, what a moron! You're going to get nuked! Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, now your cover's just going to be denied a little bit instead and airstrikes will hit you more reliably but a lot of people didn't really like taking airstrikes because of how fiddly they are they actually require skill to use yeah screw that skill just use <laughs> just use fireballs <clears throat> all right let's go to the uh top left and just talk about energy changes uh quickly is uh, small lasers 
um, small laser damage has gone up a, a notch and their cooldowns are faster, so your small lasers will hit harder and hit more often. Mm-hmm. Um, I have talked about this before on previous podcasts, but just basically at least, you know, this is the weapon you use often on like your alarm boats or whatever, and they 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 were actually pretty good in the first place. So they're going to make it harder for mechs to jump on top of those mechs that have only small lasers as backup weapons. And small lasers also compete with like small pulse on the smaller mechs where you want to boat a large number of them. Just smalls are in a really good spot and they got, or at least they're in a good spot and they just got an extra little, you know, nudge of, uh, you know, 15% buff for their damage. Is that DPS. damage per heat? Uh, uh, DPH? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so damage okay. per heat. So basically, okay. the the left column shows you, you know, how much damage you're doing over time, and the right column, damage per heat, shows you how heat efficient the weapon is. Okay. So if you're <clears> getting 15% DPS and 15% damage per heat, it just means over time your smalls will be doing more damage, and it won't cost you as much heat to do it. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, small pulse lasers, their numbers, as you can see, are kind of staying the same. DPS has gone up a smidge. Um, this doesn't tell us the whole picture, though, because they're increasing their upfront damage. Mm-hmm. So you can get close and go pew, 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 and it does you know, an extra few more points of damage with your small pulse boat that you are insane enough to take. Um, this, is, this is in the right direction. Small pulse certainly needs help in their upfront damage. The trickiest thing, though, is uh, honestly... Um, Small Pulse is one of the most ineffectual Inosphere energy weapons right now. It, it's really struggling to find a place. Mm-hmm. And its most direct competition with Smalls or ER Smalls just got even better. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Um, good change in the right direction. I think Small Pulse needs a lot more love. All right. Medium lasers, uh, their, their heat got addressed a bit and their cooldowns got touched a bit, a little bit, so a little bit of buffs mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. ER medium lasers, I have always said at least that they're a bit too hot for what they do. A lot of other people tell me, oh, I, have, I love using my ER medium lasers. And then slowly over time, I see that they don't use them. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I I always loved being able to smugly go, haha, well, I use regular medium lasers. But yeah, ER mediums were a bit too hot for, what, for the extra range you're getting and that heat damage for heat is being addressed. But these changes are fine. They're fairly minor and they they could do with you know just a little touch up right large lasers whole bunch of changes for uh the large lasers uh regular sphere large lasers their cooldown is being increased uh but the duration is being uh decreased so you're you don't have to hold your laser on target for quite as long um but you have to wait longer in between volleys and then it also includes Uh, a skill that you could have too right for the laser duration you could add that to it yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You could always do okay. laser duration nodes. Okay. Um, it, it was just, um, it, it's easier to focus your damage onto a, a component when you have a lower base of duration. Yeah, It's yeah, the difference true. between regular lasers and pulse lasers, obviously. Um, overall, though, this just means the DPS of regular larges goes down. Regular larges are, um, they're not necessarily the bestest, but they're also not bad either, particularly if you boat them. Um, and the biggest change, interestingly, is you can, at the top right here is a node, <clears throat> You can fire four large lasers together without ghost heat. That's interesting. That's going to be... Yeah. Uh, huh. That means those grasshoppers will be uh, working pretty well now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the ghost heat is too crazy. Like, you could take almost, like, five large lasers and have a mini giga drill. Yeah. Uh, this will be a very interesting change to check out. The damage for heat is slightly improved with them, blah, blah, blah. But um, 
Yeah. <clears throat> we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. 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 It's, it's an interesting change, I'll say that. And um, it, it at least um, balances out the fact that you can boat them more with their DPS being a bit lower. Because okay. large lasers are pushing out PPCs, ER larges, large pulse, because they're just so damn versatile. Um, but then again, four large lasers together increases their versatility, so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, ER large lasers, their huge cooldown is actually being knocked down a bit, and their damage per heat is being improved a bit. So, yep, this is good. ER large lasers, at least in quick play. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of them. They just feel too hot for what they do. You need a lot of time to actually get full value yeah, out of them, and I, you're I, often better off with larges. Yeah, basically also, too, it's like you can't, you know, you're just kind of spraying, praying, basically trying to get at least a hit with it kind of just going like this. Please hit, please hit, <laughs> type thing. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah. So yeah. ER large is certainly needed to love uh, some attention. I think their duration is the same. It's just the time you're waiting between volleys is not so crazy. And yeah. in fact, their cooldown is a little bit faster, so to speak, than regular okay. larges. Okay. Uh, they've also, for what it's worth, slightly improved their range. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a tiny buff. It's, you know, just use them at range like you used to do. Usually mm -hmm. do. All right. Uh, large pulse lasers. Yeah. Uh, they got touched up a bit, so more actual upfront damage, so more DPS and much more heat efficiency. Uh, large pulse lasers were only a smidge more heat efficient than large lasers. Mm -hmm. So it was like, all right, I take a large laser, I add two tons to it, its duration has gone down, sure, but its range has also gone down, and it's not exactly more heat efficient. It's just now it's way hotter to use because it's a higher DPS. So, yeah. Uh, fan of the large pulse lasers, it's certainly needed help. They've um, the game has moved on quite a ways when large pulse lasers used to be meta, yeah. and so yeah. uh, they yeah. certainly need some help to catch back up. They've been too many nerfs in the past. All right, uh, to finish off in a sphere energy weapons, let's talk about PPCs. Mm. All right. Uh, PPCs, we're of course, just to remind everyone, we're undoing the changes from before. So it's not seven seconds, it's like four second cooldown with, for most of these. Uh, snub nose, all we're doing is changing the heat. It's going down, like instead of 10 heat, it's, uh, what is it, seven heat? It's like, a, it's, um, yeah, 30% uh, decrease to the heat, which helps your um, heat efficiency immensely. Yeah, this would be good for some of my builds, which would be really nice. Yeah, uh, with brawlers, you're, you're up close to the enemy, and getting hot means you kind of don't want to be close to the enemy anymore, and yeah. Snubnose wants you to get close and wants you to get hot. So it just made no sense from a MWO's perspective for Snubnose to be so darn hot, and so addressing just the heat, damage per heat, is, just, is, is the right way to go. They also have changed it so that you can fire three snubs together without three ghosting. PPCs. Um, yeah. What's going to happen with the... Um, there's a... There's an awesome with the with the three ghosty thing, or they make that four. Or, so or the, the, the the thing is phrased at least it says plus one. So this means on that also you could pro probably equip four snub nose, hmm. fly them all together without ghost heat. This means you effectively have like you know two AC twenty. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that, but it's part of it. You know, uh, it's lore thing, I guess. But well, what uh, do you mean? Well, um... well, it um according to lore they never really had three. Uh, uh, like four PPCs, like on an awesome, like that. It was always three. That's why you actually had the uh, quirk for it. Um, I forget what type of awesome it was actually. So now basically you got four, but it's, uh, it's like you sit there. Well, you know, it's not really lore ish 
per se. But there is a there, there is a uh, an awesome with, that with has four? and, and late, with more like more than four like five PPCs or something. No, basically what um, I'm talking about though is is a certain builds um, for it. Uh, like well, the, the, yeah, the law build yeah, yeah, law for builds. that particular awesome variant is just three three regular PPCs. Yeah. And that was interpreted as, oh, well, you're allowed three heavy PPCs or you know three snubs or yeah. whatever. Um, it but it, now it, it just makes it so like, you know, it kind of cheese, it cheeses it out just a little bit. But I don't know. It's okay. It's fine. It, I if, think... if that's the only thing I could complain about about lore of this, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. Um. I mean, that could certainly be touched on. The question is, like, is four snub nose overpowered? And the answer is simply, you could take two heavy gorse. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, true, true. And and four snub nose is still going to be pretty hot and heavy. So, you know, you, if you specialize this much, you should have that kind of pinpoint damage at close range as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's totally fine, uh, more or less. There is a thing with how ghost heat works that... Um, PPCs are linked to gorse rifles, so you could fire like two gorse rifles and a snub or something, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I, I need to see how it actually plays in game because you know I'm not sure how all the the ghost heat rules work, particularly since it hasn't been implemented. Mm -hmm. But it could mean two heavy gorse plus snub is as an alpha strike, um, and that would be good uh, a good close range combination. The, the 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 worry of gorse rifles plus PPCs and their ghost heat limits more comes into play with PPCs as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Because yeah. PP, uh, but yeah. Anyway, quickly snub, close range weapon, heat efficiency buff. Can fire more of them together. Good, good, good. Just helps you brawl with them more. In, you know, easily. Regular PPCs. They also have a uh, three as the base ghost heat limit now. Mm -hmm. Um. And their heat damage per heat is slightly touched up. I don't think regular PPCs were that good, at least so they did need some help. I don't think the boating change is the is the best, just in the sense it doesn't encourage me to take it on my Panther. It just encourages it to, for me to take four of them on my awesome, so to speak. Actually, with the um, Panther, though, it's a little bit different, though, because yeah, you it, actually get away from them. Uh, it's a fine enough change. I'll be interested to see how it plays out. You could do... You know, a lot more sniper builds with this. Well, you know, two PPCs and a gorse rifle on a warhammer or something like that. Well, yeah, like with the Panther, though, you could actually get out of range because it has a 90 uh, minute range. But with an awesome, though, I've always found that running PPCs on an awesome, you're literally, yeah, you know, all they got to do is run up on you and go, oh, he has PPCs. But with a Panther, you could jump mm -hmm. up and go shoot him from 90, from like 90 away or something like that. Yeah, I have a feeling, at least for the time being, regular PPCs won't. They they won't change really right. No, you won't no. use them much. People experiment but go, yeah, there's too many downsides. It's too heavy. Boating mm. them with uh, more of them or boating them with gorse just isn't worth my all the tonnage. Yeah, I'm yeah. still way behind clan PPC. So <laughs> true, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's a uh, it's an it's an interesting change, but uh, yeah, I think uh, it's not uh, a bit ineffectual. But yeah, all right. Next one though, the most interesting one of all, or at least next most interesting uh, next to snub is light PPCs. Uh, their cooldown is greatly reduced. Their uh, heat efficiency is also improved, and they will have no minimum range. Ooh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so that big downside with regular PPCs is not the, is not there for light PPCs. They still go to 550 meters range and whatnot. And if somebody gets really close to you, you can still shoot them. So this will help encourage them to be used as a backup weapon. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, I think. Light PPCs, it's a really funky question because it's like they're so heavy for the damage they do, 
and they're going to be even hotter because their DPS is even better now. Um, so taking a light PPC is a lot of tonnage investment, three tons for a weapon that gets your mech pretty darn hot. But it looks cool. And it's a, yeah. It looks cool. Um, it, it's an interesting option, I think, at the very least. But right now, light PPCs just don't have any place in the game whatsoever, more or less. And with these changes, you can get a really good amount of DPS for, um, you know, for very good DPS for PPCs for not as much tonnage. Yeah. And there's no minimum range issues. Okay. So, yeah, the thing is, though, they're always so slot. Like, there's a lot of slots and hard points needed for, like, PPCs. So I'll be interested, though. Like, you could take it on a Panther, uh, a lot of them, and, you know, crank out a crazy amount of DPS with it. It's just the heat will be crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. um, also, uh, an interesting utility with no minimum range is um, this would be one of the few uh, use, like, useful weapons to be paired with uh, Streak. Against stealth mechs. With streaks? Yes. You see, um, if a, like a stealth flea gets point blank with uh, an, uh, a, a streak mech, what can the streak mech do? Well, destroy them, but they uh, with streaks. No. The stealth. Oh, okay. Oh, um, jams. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the PPC the, does. The stealth, yeah, okay. yeah, the stealth jams the streak mech, which means you can't get any locks, so you can't hurt anyone anymore. Your tag is disabled, so you can't use that. Uh, your probe doesn't work on a mech when its stealth is on. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, true. So true. your only counters are right now ER PPCs, which is six to seven tons, and you have to hit it, you know, with with that four second cooldown, or or a narc with its seven second cooldown and you know unreliable projectile. So for Inner Sphere, you spend three tons and you have a fast firing little PPC that cancels stealth mix. Okay, okay, that that, that is interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah <laughs> actually, that that makes sense. Good, good yeah. thing. I, okay. Very niche application, I will be honest, but um, it hell, it's way more useful than blooming tag. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to try out that uh, combination. Uh, I think a lot of people won't be used to it, but it will be a, it will be a great way to increase the consistency of streaks. All right, uh, heat, heavy PPCs, we just increased the damage for heat a bit. ER PPCs, same, similar kind of story. Yeah. They're, a lot, they're a lot less punishing for, to run. Um, ER PPCs, I think, certainly needed the help. And heavy PPCs, there's always the risk of giant alpha strikes with them compared added to medium lasers. Um, okay. And the heat damage per heat being improved just means it's easier to keep that up and it's easier to justify in your head. So have to be a little careful with heavy PPCs. They've been you know, overpowered in the past, just, you know, uh, grasshopper to every PPCs and a bunch of medium lasers. But yeah, in the end, let's get on with it. Uh, regular Innisfear uh, laser, uh, laser changes, all in all, not bad. Uh, I, there's a bit of power creep with small lasers and medium lasers, um, maybe with larges and maybe with some, you know, po uh, boating PPCs. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of the snub changes, the light PPC changes, LPL, ER. Like, there's a lot of weapons here that needed help that did get it. Yeah. Other than small yeah. pulse, Four small pulse. <laughs> I'm a fan of that because, like, it totally nerfed a lot of my builds with the uh, with the last patch, the March patch, and so this is gonna it's gonna be good. This will be. I'm gonna like this. This is fine. Um, yep. I won't have to go ahead and go through my builds. It's been like you know tw twenty million to go ahead and modify them like crap. I think um, I'm I'm very keen to see um, if there's some good 
boating of laser, you know, lasers or PPCs that can be done just because they're much more efficient now. So like, can I, will my large pulse, you know, a mech, can I convert some mechs to large pulse and will the large pulse feel worthwhile nowadays? Mm-hmm. Um, snub nose, you know, use those on some more brawlers, um, you know, some more point blank mechs like PPCs. I said, just um, try it on my small light mechs, try it on my street mechs, um, PPC. It's just, yeah, there's, there's a lot more build options that have opened up and whilst they might not all be top tier competitive meta, I have a feeling at least uh, it, this will help improve build diversity or how how happy you are trying out different things, at least for a time. Yeah, yeah. Until we find out what what who are the winners and who are the losers, because this whole thing is such a huge patch, it's really hard to tell who's going to be the winners and losers in at least a lot of categories. True, true. All right, uh, let's go to what? Let's do clan energy then. Yep. Um, no ghost heat whatsoever for micro lasers or micro pulse. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. That's good. Uh, yeah, it's a good change in a way. Mm-hmm. If you want to boat micro pulse, if you remember, Bob, when we did Nova yeah. Rushes, yeah, with that's what I was thinking lasers, about. Yeah. You, you always had to fire one arm the other, or you mixed like the micro pulses with small pulses yeah. so that you could alpha. And it was just so fiddly and annoying. I mean, and, and the ghost heat wasn't even that much. It was just a bother. It was a nuisance. It's a fly that was just hovering over your head, PGI going, ah, I don't like this. Yeah, ah. this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love rebuilding my Nova. <laughs> we can't do the 12 nova rushes anymore though i we know have to actually get point blank range to use that many still microlasers. still i mean you get you get yeah. in that range with the with the leg hit i mean 12 yeah. micro pulse lasers come <laughs> on that's be insane yeah so yep that's really nice it gets a fly you know the fly that was in the ointment why do we need that get rid of it uh micro pulse lasers have also increased have got a dps a damage per heat buff because yeah they um, they weren't always exactly worth the investment unless you were taking something crazy like a 12 Nova micro pulse rush. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> All right, uh, small lasers. Um, we, we have slight DPS increases or, you know, like duration decreases, I think, for uh, smalls and heavy smalls. And clan ER smalls have a great damage per heat improvement. Okay. That is quite interesting because clan smalls, of course, have the 200 meter range, five damage, and there's a lot of clan lights and mediums, and even assault mechs and whatnot that can boat a lot of small lasers. And um, creeping up their power, they, they are falling behind that you don't see people take them too often, but just like with Inner Sphere, Inner Sphere small lasers taken as backup weapons for their um lrm boats clan sometimes you know people just take an energy brick arm on the storm crow mm-hmm. and try and melt you with small lasers and they won't cook themselves quite as much as they used to <laughs> True. True. um so you have to keep a little eye for out for it but it's small lasers it's not much of a concern at least um i'm not too concerned small pulse uh they redress the damage uh, a bit just like with inner pulse so that uh, the upfront damage is more but the DPS remains about the same. Damage to heat, though, is not so much. So your six small pulse Arctic Cheater won't cook itself to death so much as it tries to get out its meager DPS. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a fan of this change in a way. I would, just like with Inosphere small pulse, I would give Clan small pulse even more love on the like the DPS front and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, this is yeah. good stuff. Right. 
Uh, clan medium medium lasers and heavy lasers, they're getting 10% uh, or so damage per uh, second improvement and even 15% damage per heat on regular medium lasers. Mm -hmm. That is worrying, it just in the sense, of course, um, P very small changes to clan laser vomit. Um, because, well, by the way, yeah? Well, I was going to say, like, it's, it, um, ER medium lasers is a standard laser for pretty much almost every mech yes. that's out there. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, this is going to be, when you start tweaking these numbers, it's going to be different. It's Something's going to happen. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, clan medium laser has some of the farthest reaching effects in the game. You you use it on the smaller mechs that are struggling right now, but you use it on the Hellbringers, you use it on you know the, the bigger Warhammer 2Cs or what have you, mm -hmm. that you know you can boat a lot of mediums and larges together, and their heat efficiency and DPS is going up a peg. And yeah, I'm worried that these will over overflow the meta a little bit because this <clears> along maybe. with yeah. Um, the, the damage per heat of like large lasers or heavy large lasers, you know, that Hellbringer could very much become storming back into the, into the meta with these changes. Yeah, true, true. Uh, we'll have to wait and see, but um, yeah, th th this is, I think, one of the bigger winners right here is just 10, 10 15% buff to DPS and damage per heat of clan medium laser. This is such a a weapon you can use across the board and boat in a huge, you know, for a fairly big alpha strikes across long range. It's just so much versatility in clan medium lasers. They, by proxy, push other weapons to the side. Why would I use an MRM boat when, you know, at 400 meters, the clan medium lasers and heavy larges are just melting through CTs, you know, yeah. instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas my MRMs are splatting all over the place. There's projectile time. It's getting shot down by the easier to take AMS, blah, 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 you know. Clan mediums can very easily, because of their versatility, uh, push everything else out of the game. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Keep an eye, keep an eye yeah. on this space. Clan medium pulse lasers, very interesting set of changes. Um, all the all the clan pulse, by the way, they are um, generally getting their kind of their range reduced a bit, but their max range is now going to be double the optimum rather than the weird 1.3 or 1.66 times optimum range that mm -hmm. was before, <clears throat> like. Clan pulse uh, damage dropped off very quickly. So clan medium pulse lasers, optimum range, 270 meters, just like inner sphere medium lasers, just regular medium lasers. Okay. But to compensate, we are giving, they are being given DPS and damage per heat. I think clan medium pulse has very much fallen out of the meta after their damage nerf, and they are getting a bit of damage back as well. So, but their range is not as crazy as it used to be. And this, I think, is the proper give and take that you should sort of see with clan lasers, is that you tone back their versatility in regards to range, but you give them the damage per heat and the damage per second to, um, to compensate, to make them more specialized. You know, you're only spending a ton or two tons to get these weapons. Why are they you know, offering great DPS and damage per heat at, long, at longer ranges? So yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the MPL change in a way that if we were doing these medium lasers changes with all this improvement to medium laser, like you could tone down the medium laser range a smidge and that would help them with their oppressive, you know, their, the way that they sometimes take over the meta with their range. True, true. Yeah, heavy all right. large lasers, interesting. Heavy large lasers, they've given it a bump up in its initial damage and I think its duration is going down as well. That's, thank God. Jeez, that was hard to actually yes. keep on target, like, you know, yes. like sometimes. So this, uh, this means the heat over time is going to be higher for heavy larges, but you are getting 20% more damage, uh, damage per second and 13% more damage per heat. Yeah, that, that, uh, 
<laughs> the um oh god the laser boat it's gonna be crazy um yeah yeah that's gonna be crazy yeah it, it's it's along with the medium lasers with their better dps and whatnot could very well melt through people <clears throat> yeah uh yeah i see this happening i i, I definitely do Something like yeah. that, that that makes that that'll make that thing a meta like there's no tomorrow and everyone's they're, they're gonna be all over the place running around. Right now, yeah, things are really much dominated by, you know, obviously UAC ten, UAC five boats or mm-hmm. PPC boats, and maybe sometimes also like ATM boating. Like large lasers and medium lasers on clan have sort of been pushed to the side, but they are just ever so slightly to the side. If you give them these buffs, they could come back full force and the the funny nature of clan is just if if one weapon's optimal, then everything becomes that weapon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, I I I'm, I'm I would be a bit more cautious with these changes and uh, laser boating. Clan ER larges, uh, the damage per second is actually going down, just like with Inosphere ER large, uh, regular larges. Mm-hmm. Um, but your damage per heat is going up immensely. So heavy larges offer you the short range, you know, huge damage whack. And they have a good damage over time, whereas the ER larges offer a more of a long-ranged, you know, pokey game that's more heat efficient. And I do like that they're being split out because both kind of did the same role, or at least were very comparable before these changes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, uh, clan ER large lasers, their max, their optimal range and stuff is being slightly improved, but it's only a tiny little improvements and stuff. All right. Uh, large pulse lasers, um, much uh, a whole host of changes. I think uh, more upfront damage. Uh, yeah, a bit more upfront damage. Uh, shorter duration, so you're not spending so long going whoop 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 whoop. Yeah. And yeah, the heat is getting addressed. So your ma- your optimal range would be 550, but obviously that means you could reach 1,000 meters range with large pulses again. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, large pulses, uh, they compete, you know, you're spending six tons and two slots very much with ERPPCs. And the time they were meta was a very different game. So um, they did certainly need some help. And I think, you know, if there was any weapons that warranted a, you know, 15% improvement to the damage per heat and DPS, it would be LPLs rather than things like heavy large lasers. Okay. Um, yeah. They've also increased the ghost heat. So you can fire three clan large pulse lasers together without ghost heat. And the ghost heat, if you fire even more, uh, is reduced when using large pulse. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it, because obviously, like, if I have my Vapor Eagle with three ER PPCs, that thing is just so amazing. Why would I change it out to be three large pulse? Well, I would take three large pulse because I'm also matching it with medium lasers, perhaps. And you know I'm holding my aim on target anyway, and I don't need to worry about projectiles. But hmm. only time will tell. We'll see how this. Well, we'll see it after the patch. You know, we'll see after yeah. the patch like how this works. In the end, th- this is fine because large pulses. You know, uh, it yeah. it needs a bump. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we'll leave missiles to lust, and we'll go with IS Daka. And what about like interference with like missiles and clan missiles? Well, I said leave that to last just because missile balance is the okay. most uh, fiddly topic to okay. talk about. To Sorry, to hear like, you know, we'll leave this to last. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we'll leave it to okay. last. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because uh, DACA, we can hopefully keep up a, a reasonable pace like we've been doing, which is Rack 5 has gotten a whole host of buffs. 
now it needed it it really did because no one really used it and uh they all used uh like rack twos and, and so basically it needed something to go ahead and have yeah. people start using it again so i would say rack fives were always sort of that they were on the cusp of being good like i i like it on the the rifleman with the rack uh quirk yeah but even then, it's a blooming, it's a blooming rifleman. It's not winning the meta. But the point is, uh, rack fives do produce a prestigious amount of DPS, just like rack twos. And you spend less tonnage to equip it, less hard points to equip it. Uh, you're spending more slots. But it is um, what they're doing though is they're increase, they're improving its heat efficiency, they're improving its spread, they're improving its velocity by a big amount, and the ramp up, like the the time you fire before you have a jam is uh, also going to be eight seconds. So it's six seconds for Rack 5s right now. And after the patch, Rack 2s and Rack 5s will take eight seconds to reach the bar max before you start rolling for jams. So it's going to basically uh, um, be on par with Rack 2s. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, this... Um, yeah, it will be on par for Rack 2s. Um, more DPS offered for less tonnage is quite scary and rack twos are actually in a very good spot so yeah I, this is the, the other weapon systems to keep a, an eye out for in my personal opinion you know clan laser vomit getting quite strong buffs and you know that could very well turn over the meta but rack fives at least in lower tiers you know where all you need to do is find a mech and hold a button on them yeah <laughs> they can they'll probably much have a much nicer time shredding people at lower tiers if you if you know a little bit of what you're doing true so true. That's one to keep out for, an eye out for. I do. I, I am looking forward after this patch, just you know, taking some rack five mechs and just trying to mow down the clan laser vomit because we'll need it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, they are touching up UX by changing their jam chances and stuff and their heat as well. So UX twos, their DPS is going up by roughly about 117% if we're not factoring in skill tree. Um. Or jam, you know, jam quirks or anything like that. It gets really complicated figuring out what UAC jam damage effectively is in game. But anyway, the, the point is, UAC twos, UAC twenties, uh, well, uh, both damage per heat improvement, and UAC twos are getting a huge improvement for their DPS. Okay. Okay. Um, UAC two, it has to compete with rack twos and rack fives now, uh, and regular AC twos, of course. Um, it, it has a lot. There's a lot of competition for long range daka daka. And yeah, it, it's damage per heat, damage per second would kind of sucked. It's damage per heat kind of sucked. It was just really hot and inefficient and not a worst of worth your time. So I love you act too. So, yeah. Um, like I was just gonna say this is uh, just a, like you know, observation. I love how uh, Warhammer 40k orcs Daka got got transformed in, into uh, almost every game system when there's a lot of bullets, <laughs> bullets coming out of it. So so like it kind yeah. of sneaked into every different game system that's out there now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I just love saying DACA much more than yeah. ballistic. Oh, yeah, ballistic yeah. is a bit of a mouthful. DACA. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay go uh, sorry. Yeah, so <sighs> you're at 20s, your damage for, damage for second is slightly improving because you know, you're, you're spending slightly less time jammed up. But mm -hmm. the big, bigger thing is just you aren't cooking yourself so much when using in a yeah. sphere, yeah. you're at 20. So, yay! Uh, regular ACs for in a sphere, other than AC2s, are getting a nice touch and heat. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think AC10s, you know, one more slot and ton than... Um, there's also velocity improvements for the ACs. 
But yeah. AC10, yeah. like LB10 is one ton less and one slot less. And, you know, it rolls extra for crits and stuff. So I don't really see it going, you know, coming up anywhere. AC5s, uh, there's so much competition at long range, you know, Rack 2, Rack 5, AC2, UAC2 even, UAC5, Ultra 10, AC10, LB10, AC5s are, yeah. I, I I almost never use AC5s nowadays, but it is yeah, what it is. I, I rarely use those either, basically, unless it has a really, really good quirk on it or something like that. Yeah. Even then, I wouldn't even bother with that. I just say racks are so good, I just almost wouldn't take them anyway. Or AC2s. Uh, if I have a good cooldown, I could just use AC2s instead mm-hmm. and save on the tonnage and slots. Yeah. So many slots for these things. Uh, AC20. Change people have been asking forever. And we finally got it. Heat scale limit is increased to two, so uh, you know you can fire two together without ghosty. Oh, that's nice. That's good, especially for the uh, for the clan one. For the you know, okay, I I played the clan one, and I did a review on it. And literally every time I fired, I just overheated and shut down right in front of him. It's like, well, <laughs> okay, this is this is stupid. <laughs> this it's so is stupid since you're also streaming shells with clan Daka, mm-hmm. AC uh, regular clan ACs. Um, but in the sphere, of course, this means, you know, 40 pinpoint alpha strike, greatly improves damage for heat, and greatly improved velocity. Like, they are not going to, you know, be the slow-moving, uh, you know, bulls of snot they used to be. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm, yeah, I, I think at least a lot of AC20 fans will be... Uh, this, this could very well help AC, AC20 usage in general. I'm very much looking forward to using them. It's just the, you know... The game has moved on so much. Like I'm, I'm almost, almost always using just LB20 instead, or you know things like heavy gorse instead of AC20. But this is what you need to do to make AC20 viable. I mean, the only time I used AC20 was on my rough neck, basically for um, um, ter- um, tournament play, basically like one on ones, and that's the only time I really used it. Um, I rarely use yeah. the you know normal AC20s on something. AC20 is just, it's nice because you can sometimes put it in an arm or use it with a light engine. Yeah. And there's mechs quirked heavily for it, kind of. I remember the Irby, that's not necessarily always the best or, example. Or the Highlander. The Highlander is like yeah. quirked for it. I, I think there's an Enforcer quirked for it, Highlander. Yeah. Now Centurion, AC20, yeah. yeah, AC20 won't cook you so much. You can fire two of them together, so King Crab can actually do its thing. Yeah. Finally, after all these years, King Crab can play like a King Crab. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <clears throat> yep. Uh, simple little thing to not touch on. LB20 uh, damage yeah. heat is improved. Um, other thing to mention, I have it's not a DPS change exactly, uh, but LB2s, LB5s, their spread is greatly reduced. On both factions. Okay. Also, another lore change um, is ISLB2s won't take four slots anymore. They will take three. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, I still regular AC2 is one slot. LB2 is three slot. It's still three times the the slots for you know a little bit more crit and a little bit less heat. So IS, you know, if you're if you're boating AC if you're boating AC2s, you're a heavier mech. Slots are precious, and yeah, this yeah. is what LB2 needs. But it's also, I don't know. I just feel like two slots is uh, how I, where I would have gone with LB2, because you're spending then you're only you're, then you're only spending only twice the slots. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get on to the gorse changes. Uh, first, most tri- trivial one is just regular Gorse. Um, slight improvement to its cooldown. 
Um, it's a lot more longer range now. Uh, okay. All the Gorse rifles are going to be much longer ranged. Um, and <clears throat> uh, the, the component's hit points are improved, so it's less likely to blow you up. Good. That's good. Though you will still blow up when it does. <laughs> okay. Uh, Heavy Gorse also has got an HP increase. Um, personally, at least, by, by the way, at least regarding Gorse HP values, um, it's very quick to do a, enough damage to, you know, blow up any component in the game. Like my, you know, if I take two LB10s, which have a lot of HP on my Slepnir, they still fall apart very quickly. Um, and the thing is with the problem, the big problem with Light Gorse and regular Gorse and their HP is that Light Gorse does was it 16 damage to you? Mm -hmm. And regular Gorse does 20 damage to you? And Clan Gorse does, uh, what is it, 25 or something to you? Something like that, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, <clears throat> it, you know, it's, a, it's a huge chunk of damage to your mech whenever these blow up. Yeah. Um, and if you're worried, like if, if that's such a downside, I would say like Gorse, when it blows up, it does... Well, according to these changes, it should be 10 damage to you, Gorse is 15, and then Heavy Gorse is 25. You know, the, the damage it does to you should be the same as the damage they do to enemies, basically. Okay, yeah. Um, like, I, I'm yeah. not a big Goss person, so I don't really play those, because I suck at Goss. I'm horrible. Yeah. Horrible uh, at the Goss. Thing is with, the thing is with Gorse, uh, right, is... Um, like, if you're on Rubelite Oasis and one person's up on the uh, castle, you know, those high... Peaks, uh, starting yeah. points yeah those mm -hmm. little yeah those peaks um they you can with gorse you can shoot across the map but you're only doing a third damage or something or half yeah. damage because it's that long ranged after these changes you will be doing uh, i haven't done the exact math you know i haven't gone to the map and checked <clears throat> yeah. the distance or anything but let's just say you're doing you know like 75 or 100 percent damage or something like that like you're you're actually hitting pretty hard and you're not so upset about wasting your ammo on those kinds of shots. So, yeah, Gorse at extreme ranges could be quite more, m much more of a force than it used to be. And this could help keep AC2 spam uh, uh, to a minimal because Gorse, of course, you, you just need to poke and at extreme range you can hit the, the AC2 mech. Yeah. Because yeah. right now AC2 can just stand in the open and says, eh, Nobody ha can hurt me unless they get within 600 meters. And at that range, I can hit you reliably back. Hmm. So, so, yeah. Light Gorse changes, though. Let's uh, get cracking with this. Um, they have increased its damage to 10. So it's, it, it is now just a uh, AC 10, effectively, just with a long cooldown and whatnot. Yeah, faster um, velocity. Yeah. Um, cooldown is actually being, it is being increased. So it's 3.5 second cooldown with half a second to charge the weapon. Um, this, this is actually not bad. I kind of like the fact that 3.5 second cooldown with the court charge time means it has the same cooldown as PPCs, which is the natural thing you would normally sort of try and take with Light Gorse. And you can do that because they've removed Ghost Heat. No, no Ghost Heat on Light Gorse rifles. If you fire a Light Gorse rifle with a PPC, the game does not care. Okay. So even okay. though the DPS is going down and the, the damage heats up a bit, but the the point is, Light Gorse is extreme. It, it, it hits harder. It's longer ranged, and you can more easily you can fire two of them with a bunch of PPCs, like three PPCs, two Light Gorse on a Fafnir. What's the velocity range. of PPCs though? Like uh, um, to the to the Light Gorse. 
oh, I, I'm thinking the PPCs are going to be much slower. Okay. Uh, so you could do two ER PPCs. Their velocity would match much more. Okay. But okay. the point is, it's just you can boat them with PPCs together. Yeah. And that means even though we're not turning it into a DPS monster, it is a sniper. It's a, it can snipe with the sniper energy weapons. Your heat is used on the PPCs, and the gorse just adds free damage on top of that. So if yeah. you have the tonnage, you can take gorse, PP, like, gorse, uh, like gorse and PPC. And yeah, this is a very interesting change. Gives unique utility to light gorse. And the, the cooldown change and how they've implemented it means it works very nicely with most PPCs. Cool. Cool. Okay. Like you could do um, two light gorse and four light PPCs or something like that. The light PPCs have great DPS and no minimum range. So there's no drawbacks. They can't get to minimum range with you. And you don't have to contend with the heat and all the tonnage of ER beeps. Well, we'll see what happens like when the a patch comes out. Yeah. Last one here that isn't a damage per heat, a damage per second or damage for heat change is just the machine gun changes. Um, light machine guns spread is greatly reduced. So if you're at longer <laughs> ranges with light machine guns, they won't tickle the entire yeah. mech. Yeah. They'll actually tickle, hopefully, you know, the area that you're aiming at. So if you're aiming CT, it will hit mostly CT and maybe a bit the side torsos. Yeah, the hero rather than hitting check. the legs. Yeah. Yeah, the hero blackjack. I can't wait to actually use that now. That's that. That is awesome. Okay. Yeah, they've also greatly also given a nice decent buff to ammo for all machine guns, particularly light and heavy machine guns. Okay. This means you won't run dry as quickly. Oh, this and would be nice. IS, I think IS are getting more ammo than clan, finally. This means, you know, IS have a harder time taking MG boats in the first place. They have a harder time finding tonnage. So their MG boats will last longer with the same amount of ammo, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, cool. they will. Yeah, um, MGs are always a funny case because um, I, I almost I, I, I don't really care for their damage per second or anything. They don't seem worth it. But at least, just like with AMS, if you if you make it easy enough to equip them, it's like, oh, well, it's three damage at close range. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And certain builds are, are based off of like the Blackjack hero build and a couple mm -hmm. other ones, basically. So yeah, yeah, true. I, I'm, I'm a fan of that. I'm cool. I'm yeah. cool. I'm good. All right. Clan Dekka uh, changes, let's just go. There's a lot that's very similar. UX, you know, the same DPS damage for heat changes, more or less. Um, auto cannons are getting the same kind of damage per heat changes. Um, the the in most interesting thing, though, is all the clan auto cannons, 5, 10s, 20s, are firing one less pellet now. I never figured out why they actually fired, fired pellets. I, I'd never... I was that just a a design thing that they put in there or or something i never figured out why they actually had that like in there compared to i, the I don't with know one shot they basically just said uh just give them the same they fire the same <clears> as wax <throat> because okay. they can't double tap and that's all they did and they left it like that forever mm. um i still think clan auto cannons should almost just fire a single pellet just yeah. like in a sphere yeah and then they are an interesting alternative choice to LBs and UX because they take one more <clears> slot <throat> than U Ultra Auto Cannons and they're hotter, or at least they, I think they should be hotter than most uh, LBXs. Yeah. I just never figured out why, why they fired all those, all those pellets. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. But, okay. So now your AC5 is a single projectile, Kapow. Okay. And cool. your AC10 is two projectiles, just two, Kapow, Kapow. And AC20 is three projectiles, Kapow, Kapow, Kapow. 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 <laughs> so it's just like clan. It's just like Inosphere Ultra Cannons. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
this does have a knock-on effect that um, it changes your cycle time. Your weapon doesn't recycle until it stops firing the pellets. So clan autocannons, by a little side uh, uh, impact of this, I think are getting a DPS increase. Okay. Though they could fire the pellets over a, the same period of time. It's just, you know, I don't know how it's going to be implemented when yeah, patched yeah. So for now, don't worry about it. But I'm thinking they're getting a 5% DPS increase. It's nothing to write home about. They, that DPS increase is just catching up with LBXs, basically. <laughs> okay. Um, a clan LB20s, by the way, are getting one of the strongest damage crazy. improvements in the game, even better than Snub. They are getting the same heat as Innisfere LB20. Oh boy. Um, it, when we're talking these, you know, we're already talking one or two heat differences, but I, I did like the fact that IS had uh, a less uh, had less heat on its LB20 because you're spending so many more slots. Like it has to be in the side torso. Bringing clan LB20 to the same level is a lot more scary just because clan can fit LB20s and side torsos in arms. Mm -hmm. You know, you can you can take, um, how much can you do in a die well? I know you could probably do LB80, right? <laughs> mm, I think so. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you like one in each arm and then one in each torso? Yeah, that, that's that's my thought. And um, I think it's probably not tonnage efficient. I could be wrong, um, but you, you're running out of slots at that point, you know? Yeah. Um, but the point is just that it will, this is, um, I, I don't like necessarily watering down the differences between the tech bases, but in the end, people aren't worried too much about the heat of these weapons. It's only a minor change. Um, I just, I, I, I think, you know, it, um, it, it's a, it, I, would have, I wouldn't have minded just reducing one heat rather than two, but it is what it is, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, DACA changes. Overall, at least a lot of the weapons are sort of underused. You know, the regular autocannon line, these all needed help. So particular AC-20s on the IS side, you know, and velocity on both, of course, just to... Mwah. Finally, AC, two AC-20s at once. Now, like with the... Oh, sorry, yeah. like with the uh, um, a, uh, Campfire 2 AC-20s, does that also include the, uh, the UAC-20s? I think UAC-20, it's still only one at a time. Okay. Because that's the problem that the um, the Hunchback 2C had when firing those, um, you know, both at the same time. It just overheated right then and there. Hunchback 2C has a HSL quirk, so it can fire two Ultra 20s together. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, yeah. right. Like before that. Like before, like when they did the review, it was only one. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a quirk for the UL, uh, two Ultra 20 Hunchy for a while, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's been a while since I did the review, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we have reviewed that in the past, along with, like, the boiler got two Ultra 20s at the same time. Yeah. IS, I don't think is any double Ultra 20 mechs, at least quirked for it. You can space them out, but it's not a good idea. <laughs> or at least it's just, oh, oh it's just so hot. Um, anyway, um, at least Ultra 2s, Ultra 20s, they certainly needed help. I still think there's a funny thing to be said with about Ultra Autocannon balance, and I think... Um, the thing is, double tapping with AC2 doesn't really make sense because AC2 is just spamming bullets anyway. So it's just a it's 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 like it's like a rack with extra steps. <laughs> it looks cool. That's all. It looks cool. Yeah, I, I'm just um, AC2s turning into ultra auto cannons isn't much of a change like ultra AC10 compared to AC10 and ultra 20s as well as a brawler weapon. Um, 
you really dislike the heat inefficiency and jamming, the inconsistency of it. You know, they have very different requirements compared to Ultra 5s and Ultra 20, uh, Ultra 10s. Yeah, yeah. And in other ways, I would want to push Ultras to be very different according to what size they are so that each of them has a purpose because there's just so much overlap in the game right now. But, you know, that's more complicated. And, you know, this is a huge patch that they had to roll together relatively quickly, I think. Okay, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Yep. Uh, and yeah, otherwise, yeah, gorse rifles, more snipery, clan gorse, a lot more HP, so it doesn't fall apart um, in, a, in an instant. Uh, I still think clan gorse exploding for like 25 damage or whatever it is, is crazy. <laughs> yeah. And um, the 10 HP on the component isn't going to last long, mate. <laughs> right. Finally, let's Missiles. go on to oh and yeah DAC, uh, racks one thing i didn't touch on racks they will shake the cockpit less so you're scaring noobs less with them oh so, that sucks that's all point about them <laughs> yeah. yes uh, but you're still deleting the noobs so yeah you know it, it's fine like I, I think that does actually balance out them on lower tiers at least it, it's the right it's the right move to say hey racks are, are harmful to players who don't who are scared by you know a shaking cockpit and so therefore you do need to reduce that to make them less yeah, powerful yeah. at lower tiers yeah. in, in in some respects okay all right missile changes um let's talk about srms um the srm has been quite greatly reduced um for both factions there's the spread has been reduced so they're going to be a lot tighter that's it'll good. be inch it's really hard to tell from just these numbers exactly how tight the spread is you know it's just a number from another number and i don't even know what the original number really means exactly you know so uh, and then and then you can put Artemis on top of it, and there's quirks, blah, blah, blah. You have to wait and see. But yeah, SRMs, more pinpoint, brilliant. They needed that kind of change. And miss, SRM missile health also was vastly improved, particularly for like SRM-6s, you know, the larger launchers, which uh, had very squishy missiles for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just you're, you're specializing in short range, and the Corsair is still blowing up half your volley. Woohoo! Well, history well, can fire five Sir fours together without ghost heat. That's going to be interesting. I might have to change my um, mm -hmm. one of my uh, builds that I use for that. Hmm, okay. Yeah, this is an interesting change. Uh, IS can fire yeah just five SRM fours together without ghost heat rather than four. Um, the thing is, IS is usually not that many hard points, so there's yeah. only so many mechs that can make use of it. I think. Yeah, the main candidates we're talking about is something like the Dervish, the Bushwhacker, there's an Archer, there's a Cyclops, you know, that yeah. uh, when you're getting to five missile weapons on uh, in a sphere, it's actually, it's becoming quite a small pool of mechs that actually want have the tonnage and want to take that kind of weapon load out. Well, Still, like it's the, uh, the one we change. use on, on um, scouting, I forgot, oh, um, damn it, the Kentaro. The one used on yeah. Oh yeah, Kentaro yeah. has five missile yeah. points. So instead of always being kind of awkwardly firing, you know, four SRM sixes and then the extra yeah. SRM launcher or whatever, you could just take four, five SRM four and have a pretty good DPS and no ghost heat whatsoever to worry about. Exactly. Exactly. I might do yeah. that. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Good change. Right. Up next, uh, let's talk about MRM. MRM volley length is now proportional to its launcher size. So to explain, uh, MRM40, yeah, you press the button and it streams out brr, 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 for over a half a second. And that's fine because it's firing a lot of missiles. The thing is, though, if you fire an MRM10, 
it goes over half a second. Yeah. About about the same. It takes the same amount of time to fire an MRM10 as it does an MRM40. But the thing is, MRM10 is a quarter of the damage. It's it just felt so weak and pathetic firing over half a second. Whereas MRM40 or MRM30, you know, you're getting a good amount of damage out in that time. You're you're happy with the volley duration. Yeah. Yeah. So this is brilliant. Um, I think MRM10s, you know, it, I, I would take them on light mechs and they would feel awful because you're just stuck, like, firing these tiny little missiles out slowly. And it just, it doesn't act, it doesn't have a wham factor to it, like, you know, the bigger launchers do. It just felt kind of weak and puny and it gets shot down so much by AMS. So now it's proportional to their launcher size. So MRM20 fires in, uh, instead of half a second, a quarter of a second. Okay, that makes sense. It, it, yeah, it, it's MRM, a good, yeah. it's a good change. It makes sense. It does make sense. Yes, <clears throat> and uh, what this means is the DPS values over here does actually uh, change. Okay. Because your MRM is firing. You know, the smaller MRM launchers are firing faster, and the larger MRM forty they gave a cooldown improvement to. Okay. Yeah. You know, somewhat just bring it in line with the others. I think so. Yeah, I love this. This means smaller MRM launchers are a lot more viable, particularly on like smaller mechs. That was always the thing holding them back, the, the stupid and silly long volley duration. And that's been addressed. Perfect. Cool. Cool. Okay. Right. Um, one, one thing to note is NUC changes. That isn't you know, here enlisted, but uh, NUC duration is reduced to 22 seconds rather than 30 seconds base. That makes me um, happy. That doesn't make me very happy. I well, mean, yeah, it's a lot uh, less now. It's um, it doesn't change, of course, the quirked knocks, which you know have an extra fifteen seconds added on top anyway, and yeah. then you apply a thirty percent increase from skills. Um, and if we're talking like Polar Highlands, you could kill that knocked assault mech in twenty-two seconds rather than thirty seconds. It's not a big change. You know, the problem, the problem here isn't things like knocks duration or its cooldown. It's the fact that indirect LRM can have incredible value for very little risk in the right circumstances. Yeah, with indirect fire. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think this this NARC change feels very... It, it's it's uh, at least duration change is... Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it feels like PGI where it's just like, oh, we'll just fiddle with some numbers and now it won't be used. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this hasn't changed how the game really plays at all. You just made it a little more inconvenient. <laughs> oh no, a little more inconvenient. Um, they have also uh, f finally recognized and finally somewhat tried to address the difference between IS NARC and Clan NARC. Mm -hmm. IS is two slots rather than one, and it's three tons rather than two. So you're spending a ton and an extra slot to have a weapon with shorter range. Yeah. Yeah, what? Um, so what they've said is okay, IS NARC has the same range as Clan NARC. Oh, okay, one ton and one more slot. Uh, anything else? Oh, and they've improved the ammo cow. Oh, that's nice. That can mean, yeah, even though I'm spending more tons on the NARC launcher, I don't have to spend so much, or I can last longer with the ton of ammo I've taken with it. Oh. True. Okay. That, that's something. That's something at least. So, yeah, uh, it, it's not all bad for the NARC. I do like finally giving NARC, IS NARC some range and the ammo. But, um, yeah, it, it the, the duration thing is... Um, not really going to change the game. <clears throat> not really going to change how crazy LRM can be. Okay. Right then. Uh, 
Let's uh, talk Glenn. about ATMs because you know streaks. Uh, you know you can get a whole bunch of stuff. So ATMs. Um, I don't think, and at least with most people I talk with, I don't think most people are complaining about like an ATM light mech. You know, if you're taking uh, uh, something like a Jenna with you know a whole bunch of ATMs, yeah, it's only going to do like ATM 18 or something. Uh, same for like um, uh, what's it, the adder or whatever. You, you, you're not going too crazy with the light mechs. Even some of the smaller, like an Arctic Wolf, you can't, like people don't have any, any issues with those. What, what they want to address though, and what they're doing in this patch is saying, okay, ATMs at close range do less damage uh, because we don't like how people can fire like three ATM 12s together mm -hmm. and, you know, like open up an assault mech or delete an assault mech or something like that. And I do agree, ATMs are one of the strongest missile systems in the game right now, and that's because you can take very large launchers and you can fire a lot of them together in one big homing alpha strike that can delete light mechs, small mechs, and do heavy damage to heavy mechs and you know, assault mechs. Yeah. Um, so they have reduced its upfront damage, and this does help reduce the alpha strike size of ATMs. And it ATMs are in need of a nerf. However, this is a change that also reduces the ATM's effectiveness for smaller mechs, at least if you're playing them for that close range volley, which almost everybody is. Um, and I think, you know, ultimately, this is a roundabout change that doesn't actually address the main issue of ATMs, which is the fact that you can easily boat so many large launchers. And I think changing the ghost heat is more what you need to do with ATMs and change the, um, and then to stop people just firing, you know, two 12s and then two 12s, you need to increase the gap between them. Though, whether that can be implemented is another question. <laughs> Depends what PGI um, can do. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what their engineers can do and how, how it's actually, whether it's hard coded into the game, how ghost heat works. Yeah. That's the tricky thing. But, Ultimately, we would want to see a, a, an ability to change the ghost heat window because with clans, like with LRMs, you know, they, they, people just take, you know, like six LRM 15s and just fire a group of two, a group of two, a group of two. Oh, the cooldown's done for the first one. Group of two, group of two, group of two. And it does help space them out, but it doesn't actually change the boating. It doesn't stop you from boating. It just makes you play in a silly way. <laughs> True. Um, so whilst I, I think ghost eat is the answer in this case, or at least it should be, um, you know, we have to be careful because uh, uh, it's, it's hurting the smaller mechs and the mechs that didn't act, weren't actually a problem. Um, it is a warranted change. And for what they can do right now, the ATMs, I am kind of fine with. ATMs have also, just to be noted, have been given a lot more missile health because they weren't tanky enough already. And they have been given more damage at longer range, at long range. The... The long range damage does mean the damage curve is kind of evened out for ATMs. Like if you can get a lock at any range, you could sort of use them. The biggest problem with ATMs, uh, a fundamental issue for them has just been the damage per ton. Uh, it's really hard to take enough ammo to keep the ATMs fed um, for a reasonable match. You do, and the thing was, it's just at long range, you could do damage, but you didn't want to, not because it didn't do damage, just because you were wasting your ammo. Like when you in the, before the before this patch, you if you were firing at long range, every ton of ammo only gave you 150 damage, and that's with skill tree. Yeah. 
So, well, if I want to do 600 damage, I need to waste four tons of ammo at long range. And that's if, and that's if every missile hits. Yeah, no, if, if, they, if it doesn't yeah. get shot down or they're getting, you know, stuck behind a, or a guy jumps behind a building or like whatever. Yes. Is, so, yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. So it makes absolutely no blimmin' sense to fire at long range. But with this change, it means at short range, your ammo damage per ton is 300, which is kind of the same to MRMs before you uh, buff them up and stuff. Mm -hmm. So not bad. And damage at long range is 196, so about 200. 200 is kind of what you're getting for SRMs. A bit, it's, it's a bit on the low side still. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, yeah, it's going to hit a lot of cover. It's going to be shot down by AMS. It's, you're going to lose the lock, and it's just going to shoot the floor. So uh, I feel like if we're going to even out ATMs to just do an average amount of damage at most ranges, we perhaps should be giving them less issues with ammo so that people just feel happy using ATMs all the time. Because right now, the ammo issues are forcing people or making it feel like I only want to use the ATMs up close. <clears throat> Which you see a lot. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. the damage up close is so great, and you know the ammo is really efficient at that range, so you, you only use it at that range. You, you don't want to fire at long range where it's, it does a, a pathetic amount of damage. Sure. Um, the other thing to note is a uh, heat scale limit of ATM-3s is going up, so you can fire six of them together rather than four without wow. ghost heat. Yep. Um, six of them together is ATM-18, effectively. So... That's fine. That's um, uh, there's not many mechs that really want to use six ATM threes. They are very slot hungry. Uh, I don't think it, it, I'm not even sure what, sure what mechs want to really do that. But what, for what it is, you can do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, there's a lot of mechs that's like, why in the hell would you put that on there? Yeah. Eh, you know, try it out and see what works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's see what happens. All right. Um. Next up, let's just touch on IS streaks. They increased the uh, the cooldown on them, so that their DPS has gone down like yeah. twelve percent or so. That's gonna be interesting though, because now um, I gotta rebuild some things like my Kentaro now, um, because ha having the four mm -hmm. or or the five like us from fours, I'm gonna change from the six to the four and just see what happens. But if if it um, changes that, I, I don't know. What's going to Fours and sixes, the the DPS is going down. So it's yeah. only streak twos that keep the um you know relative DPS. Yeah. Oh well, no. Uh yeah, I am not a fan of this. Like one thing they talked about and I very much agree with is the t discussion on feast or famine. The idea being a huge ATM volley at close range deletes mechs. That's a huge feast, right? Mm -hmm. If you get your ATM 36 on a light mech, like a flea. It's a dead flea. That's amazing. That's a huge <laughs> feast. Yeah. But if you aim at an AMS Corsair or there's a couple of AMS Corsairs at the enemy blob and you're firing, you know, near them, they can delete like two thirds of your your volley, and you you suddenly you have a fa you have a famine. And that's true. Uh, so ATMs, you say, all right, we increase the missile health so they don't get shot down, but we we decrease their damage so that they don't delete next so much. Okay. Yeah. That. That evens out the feast and the famine. There's, there's less feasts and there's less famines. It's just everyone's having a healthy diet. <laughs> um, Innisfear streaks, though, are extremely heavy for what they are. And um, they have huge issues with famine with AMS. Mm. Uh, their missiles are incredibly squishy. Like, we're talking... Um, 
you know, you, you invest um, the same amount of tonnage for ATM 24 as you do streak 18. And the ATMs have something like twice the missile health. And after this change, they'll have about three times the missile health. Jeez. And the ATMs have twice the alpha strike and way more range and versatility, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's just, um, yeah, the, the, the streaks are, they have really good DPS, don't get me wrong. But um, there's a two, like, uh, and one thing I've had, I've had when discussing with people is the, the, um, the point about, what is it? Uh, oh, streaks are used against lights. And it's like, well, yeah, you go to the flank and you, you kill any lights you find. You secure the flank. Well, well, now what? You're an anti-light mech. Well, yeah, I mean that's you, that's part of what it is too. And then you could harass the other mechs that that come in range. Yeah, then you join the main fight. Yeah, because you've secured map control and you want to harass the enemy from the terrain you've captured. Exactly. So yeah. suddenly you go from feasting on light mechs to um, having your missiles shot down by the AMSs used by heavy mechs because you know AMS is even easier to take now. And it, you know, if it's so effective, why, why not just, you know, on heavier mechs, it, it, it's only one ton. Why not take an AMS? Yeah. And there's more. Yeah. There's more chance of AMSs on on the field. So your missiles are getting shot down. You're paying a huge tonnage premium for it, and it's it's just it's a sudden famine, and it's ridiculous. And well, well they're probably gonna tweak it though. They'll, you know, they'll look at it and hopefully they'll tweak it yeah. and they'll talk to the. Um, Cauldron guys, and you know, to talk to their yeah. you know, going dudes and, and figure out what's going to go on or how to tweak it just a little bit so it's not as yeah, AMS won't be shooting down like everything. Because I know, like, you know, I mean, yeah. I love using AMS. Oh my God, I love using like AMS, and it is so much fun. It just denied them. But, um, you know, it just all yeah. depends what's going to happen like over the next course of like uh, two to three months or yeah. something. So what um, they talked about a little bit was like, oh, we want to balance IS streaks compared to SRMs and clan streaks. But this seems a little muddled because like, the way you think I think about it is you spend 50% more tonnage compared to IS SRMs or clan streaks. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a hefty premium, 50% more tonnage. Yeah. And um, before you used to get uh, the same kind of DPS as you got from SRMs or like 50% more or even 100% more compared to clan streaks. But you know you are. The thing is, you're paying fifty percent more tonnage, so you should get fifty percent more DPS, and you have shorter range after all. So, and you can't mix these streaks with ATMs. So, for IS, you did need that high DPS to contrast it with streak. It, yeah. There was a logic to it. <laughs> and what happens now, because they're increasing the DPS of clan streak, is that you're spending fifty percent more tonnage for 14% more DPS, or 25%, depending on which launcher you're looking at. Still, 50% more tonnage for 14 or 25% more DPS on a faction that has less tonnage to play with, that has, you know, squishy XL engines, that doesn't have as many hard points. Like, you know, with Clan, you could boat six SRA, you know, Streak 6 on a Huntsman or something like that, but on a 50-tonner for IS, mm -mm. You're, you're, you're happy when you get Streak 18. Yeah. I mean, maybe you maybe at a fifty ton you can do streak eighteen plus uh, streak two or something, but um, yeah, it's not the same at all. And yeah, these streak changes uh, in general at least seem a little bit out of touch. Uh, getting so let's uh, yeah, last one on the docket. Okay. Uh, clan streaks, they they uh, they are reducing the upfront damage because they you know uh, they're worried about the huge alpha strikes that clan can do. Mm -hmm. 
okay, that does make sense. And they're saying, okay, what we're doing is reducing upfront damage, but we're greatly reducing the cooldown. And um, we're also going to touch up the heat and ammo a bit. The, the thing is, though, um, whilst DPS has gone up, and that's interesting, uh, you know, that is good. That is pretty good. Um, your ammo efficiency is going down, your heat efficiency going down, the heat per second's going up. Like, you know, these weapons are hot or getting hotter to use. So that means you, you're kind of encouraged to boat them even more, and they're going to delete my light mechs even faster. It hasn't even addressed the problem. <laughs> well, if any change, they'll, you know, they'll look at it, hopefully. Hopefully they'll look at it. You know, yeah. kind of, you know yeah. basically, like, once a, once a bunch of those light mechs starts getting deleted, they'll, they'll figure out something. There'll be enough like a uh, cry on the board saying, "Hey, uh, what's going on here? The lights getting killed." So you know they'll <laughs> they'll they'll figure it out because they know like I like all, I love uh, I love killing lights. I love. I, I think love of all the that. changes, the thing that I heard the most people talking about was obviously yeah, the changes to streaks and people saying quite rightly I think iron streaks were hardly taken a quick play in the first place right now. Mm -hmm. So why nerf them? This is one of the few weapons you've actually nerfed. And it was not really justified. Mm -hmm. On Clan Streak side, it's a weird side grade that doesn't actually address the issues with Feast and Famine. Um, they feast more against light mechs, but they still get shot down by bigger mechs. And they have to stand against the bigger mechs and get killed by them even more. So yeah, yeah. Th this is oddly encouraging clans to just sort of bum rush light mechs with their streaks, which wasn't even the game plan before. Like the difference was IS, you bum rush the light mechs with your streaks because IS is the upfront close range DPS faction. And you're like, oh no, DPS, that's scary. Let's get rid of their DPS. And then just like with the clan faction, the hit and run faction, the more ranged faction, you're like, hmm, streak and ATM is used together, you know, so the clan can, you know, uh, skirmish with light mechs. Yeah, instead of skirmishing with the light mechs, let's just run them down. <laughs> okay. Uh, this, this just means you've got squishy clan mechs charging in like they're thinking they're IS mechs. What, what's even going on with these changes? They're all over the place. And, Fundamentally, the, the main issue is just that, yeah, a lock-ons, all the missiles hit against smaller mechs, and you can't fix that with these kinds of changes, with these simple XML changes. You need to change how lock-ons work so that they miss more often against smaller mechs, and that's something you need to do in the long run. Just like they didn't touch LRMs because LRMs are a nightmare to balance, hmm. don't touch the streaky boys. Streaky boys have the same kind of issues that you need a more fundamental game code change to make more consistent. Yeah. For, for everybody well think you know think with all these changes like overall i i don't mind them um if it looks like yeah. this it you know I, i'm okay with it uh but you know of course i'm not a big numbers person i'm more of just a lore you know play the game type guy but mm -hmm. uh like overall though like it looks okay the, you know the only thing that's gonna yeah. really kill me is this couple of my builds uh, especially mm -hmm. the Kentaro and uh um and a couple more Will be kind of like iffy. Uh, just I'm, I'm gonna just have to re rebuild them basically, but yeah. um, but o overall though it, it looks good. You know, uh, you know it looks halfway decent. Looks, yeah, I think nice. I think um, yeah, a lot of these changes and most of them are somewhat on the right track. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think though, obviously my issues are you know this field of red in the center <clears throat> of missiles mm -hmm. that there are fundamental issues with missiles that aren't that they can't really fully address and just filling with the numbers is kind of feels like PGI where they're just floundering around in the water and they're not really getting anything actually done. They're just slightly fiddling around with the meta when 
you know, lock-ons, you know, clan lock-ons, you can put so many launches together and fire huge alpha strikes. Mm -hmm. Well, you need to find a proper way to stop clan from, you know, going so silly with their lock-on missiles. Lock-ons need to be fair against smaller mechs. You know, like the thing is with a ballistic weapon or an energy weapon, you're more likely to miss a flea than you are an Atlas. So it balances the game. You know, even though the flea is not squishier, it's getting hit less as long as it's being played correctly. Whereas the Atlas is always taking damage, or the Direwolf, or any other you know, he you know heavy assault mech. Um, so that way, even though you have a larger hit point total, you know, it, it, your um, people are having more effective DPS against you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with streaks, though, with ATMs, with lock-ons, the that rule doesn't apply. You always do full damage, and that's the problem. And so address that problem first, and then we can fiddle out, fi figure out the numbers. Well, it's, you know, and, basically like yeah. nothing set in stone, so they could do it. You know, basically, you know, yeah. they'll they'll figure something out. Which yeah, I have faith on that. So I it, hope, it, I it's hope good. So. It's yes. good. You know, I, I'm. Um, I mean, overall, like I said, overall, it's not bad. Let me just finish no. my yeah, missile okay. discussion, which is AMS. You know, just the AMS destroys X missiles is heavily punishing to smaller mechs. And you know, making them more usable and only making certain weapons more resistant to a AMS is mm -hmm. lopsided. Like streaks are falling further and further behind; they're beginning a bigger and bigger famine uh, when AMS is around. Yeah, and that's that's a fundamental design problem in the game right now. Just is that AMS is a roll of the die, and uh, yeah, so. Yeah, missiles have a lot of problems, and in a way, nerfing them encourages people not to take these weapons that have fundamental design issues. I will agree uh, in, in, with them in that respect. But I think in the long run, I, I, I'm a huge lock-on missile fan, and these changes seem out of touch, or you know, like, like they got a PGI temp employee in <laughs> to do that for them, <laughs> and that, that's not good. We don't <clears throat> need more PGI patches. We just had that march. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. But yeah, yeah. In the overall, uh, it's very good, and I I do have faith for these. I hope that um these th these issues will hopefully be heard and addressed in future when we have more time to do them. True, true. We'll figure yeah. it out. You know, basically, like over time, you know, it'll all even out just like everything does. So uh, it's not bad, not bad. Yeah, we'll uh, see. Uh, this Very is good. a big, huge, <clears throat> sweeping change to the game that will mix things up and make things interesting, much more so than the last patch where yes, it just yeah. became a huge, weird sniper fest and everyone stopped using their mask mechs. Yes. Now it's like, oh boy, there are so many more builds to try, so many weapons I haven't used in ages, I want to give them a roll. It's just like, oh boy, this is, you know, throw away those lock-on weapons and let's try some direct fire laser boating ppc ac auto cannoning yeah the bits that actually are automatically balancing themselves out you, you bring up a good point actually just like you said basically like um, people try new new and different things and so that's what actually in my mind right now because i i mm -hmm. want to try different builds i want to try some some different things that like i think okay this would be kind of cool to have this type of build now i'll probably rearrange some of my rack two builds rack fives and see what happens and so actually like it, it gets you thinking it gets people actually going into the game and wanting to do some changes to it and see how they work and then if they work well then they're going and use them like you know multiple times and, and so like uh, it, yeah. it, it it just opens up that door it, it just opens up that door for people to try different things now and that's good that's what it's the ball rolling finally yeah, like this yeah. is what darren wanted in the march patch yeah and exactly finally getting it and that is the advantage at least of working with the community because the community has a much better idea than what pgi will have when they just you know get the temp worker in to scramble together some changes in the last minute like uh, 
these are much better thought out. They're much more of a have an impact on the game and much yeah. more fulfill what PGI wanted. And you know, most important of all, Arty strikes won't nuke people anymore. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, these are good. You know, like these are good changes. Um, so is is that it for the uh, 143? I'm going for the balance changes um, coming yeah, up. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Obviously, we're um, gonna, obviously we're going to be talking about like all, afterwards the too. The only last point we're saying is you know how things will go forward. All I can say is at least. Um, yeah, a fair number of people in the cauldron have been active in the forums and whatnot. I've had yeah. a chat with them, uh, yeah, one of them yesterday for a few hours, so yeah. it's quite fun. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, hopefully, okay. of course, you know, they will hear the community's feedback and be, will be given the opportunity because, you know, th they are only really being given the opportunity by PGI, is the impression I've got. They will be given the opportunity to see how these changes impact the game and for them to address them in the future. Like if Clan Laser Vomit starts dominating and Rack 5s delete everyone and lower tiers or whatever, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we'll look at, hopefully, they will look at it again. Okay. Yeah. I'm a par with it. You know, basically, uh, uh, at first I'm kind of like, eh, but, but after looking at changes a little bit and, and seeing how they actually affect everything, it's going to be fine. Um, I'm actually excited about doing different builds. In fact, I'm actually excited about the new event to get the new mech. <laughs> I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is going to be cool. Oh, yeah. You know, it's well, pretty we, easy we to do, too. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, can talk next we can talk week. about next week. But yeah, everyone's <clears> getting <throat> a meta Mad Cat. So, mm -hmm. yeah, all these weapon changes, well, um, yeah. yeah, don't use them. Just use the Ultra 10s and Ultra 5s to delete all the new dragons and Thunderbolts. Exactly. And yeah. all the weird, wacky builds people taking out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone, that that uh, was episode 143 of the Balance Changes. Uh, just kind of checking things out, seeing what's going on. Uh, the first Circuit Podcast. Tonight we have... Uh, oh, sorry. Nope. <laughs> we have Biter. Ian's not here. Hello. <laughs> and myself, old Bob10025. Thank you for watching, everyone. We do appreciate everything you guys do for the community and everything you do for everything. So, just watching us. So, you guys have a good night. We'll see you on the battlefield.